All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, how we doing, everybody? Welcome to another week, another edition of Barn Burner. It is Boomer and Pinder and Warner here on a glorious Monday, the uh, final week of October. In a week Oof. from t- in a week from now, it'll be November. If you can believe it. I mean, not really, but close. Yes. Are we excited be... for November? Are we? Uh, <laughs> are we pumped for it? Ah, we're getting some winter, aren't we? Yeah. Nothing sure. bad ever happens in November, so. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's get it going. Let's let's just get there. Uh, busy show today, Frank Saravelli. I believe now, in fairness, I have not touched base. What is with... the nature of touching base with Frank? Is it just if something's not going to go, do you need to talk to him? Or is it every week we need to clarify that he is coming on? That's what I feel we're at. And now he's started his other show. You want to just roll the dice? See if he shows up? Uh, roll the dice. I'd like to have him. I can tell you this, he will or he won't be on today's show. Thank well, you, Rhett. One clip to do today. Here's yeah, one. There, there you have it. I heard it here. Uh, Frank Cervalli going to be on the show today. I'm going to go with that. A, uh, a huge Pinder report. I've been warned. I've been bracing oh my God. for a Pinder report of the ages. coming. You know out. what it is? It's just there's a lot of time that passes between Friday's show and this morning. And I don't think I put much in there, but it's three days of me dumping stupid shit into Jack's lap. And he's archiving it all. And I got there today. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like We have like 10 idiotic kickers. You're going to love it, Rhett. Looking forward to it. Always Idiot do. kickers. Mike Vanderjats, right? Idiot 
my drunk idiot kicker. Idiot kicker. Uh, as well, a little this day in history for McLeod Law. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to, uh, it's kind of a salute. It's the generous guy, a generous guy out there for Crown Royal. Crown everything. That's right. The generous. Guy. I love what you did with that uh, bottle. Yeah, it looks good, eh? I said to Rhett last night, if there was a game that probably I needed to drink, it was last night's game. Surprised that's not half empty. But then it won't look uh, quite the same. But luckily, I do have another Crown Royal bottle downstairs. There's always yeah. some in the, some stashed away somewhere. Well, uh, we'll get to it. The Flames wrap up their road trip in Detroit yesterday. The road trip that finishes one, three, and one. Who had three points? Did anyone pick three? Oof. I can't remember if I said three. No, you said six. Uh, <laughs> I said six. Dean yeah, said five. Wins. And it was right there for the fellas. It was Damn right it. fucking there for them. Three you had a two-nothing lead in Washington. You got a Columbus team that we don't think is very good. You didn't have to beat Detroit. You didn't have to beat Pittsburgh. I mean, fuck. And they didn't, in fairness. They didn't. No, they sure didn't. They they didn't beat them. In now looking back, probably had to beat them if they wanted to get to five or well, six. Well, it was, you know what? The nice thing about it is it was a great new coach, some new staff members early in the up. season, get on the road, do some bonding, mm. come home with some victories and some stories. Get the, you know, let's get that ball rolling in the right direction. So, yeah, now you, that you've seen the crew, you can lock everyone up into long term deals and ride mm -hmm. this thing out into the sunset for the next eight years. Mm hmm. Yeah more on that coming up uh flames lose by a score of six to two in detroit against the wings team that looked uh, pretty good yesterday highly they talented. look really good all year dino yeah they look oh, uh, hey. our first uh our first up close viewing of the detroit red wings it seems like there's some skeet and some spill and some care and this is some youth and uh and finally yeah it's there that's what they've been missing they've got some stuff They've got some stuff there. They had a day yesterday against the uh, Calgary Flames. It was one nothing on the first shot of the game, and then shortly after it was 2 nothing, and they just continued to roll. Alex DeBrinckit seems like a fine addition for Stevie Y and the Red Wings. What did they give up for him? What was the... Uh, uh... Less than what Ottawa gave up for him a year prior, Dean, uh, mm. considerably. Pierre Dorian makes hockey decisions. Guy can score. Still, yeah. It was almost yeah. like... Um, you were selling a 40-goal guy, not a 25-goal guy. <laughs> Maybe a 50-goal guy, to be fair. Under the right circumstances, yeah. Under the right uh, circumstances. It looks like the right circumstances in Michigan. Yeah. It's close yeah. to home, and he's still scoring. Where do we want to start, men? Uh, do we want to start with the goaltending? Do we want to start with the line combinations? Do we want to start with the defenseman who wasn't out. playing? It starts with gold and everything starts with gold. All right. So let's you start. start with a crown. Like, honestly, this is quite the shit list we've got to get through today, isn't it? Well, like, all those things. Like, where's the good news here? Dan Vladar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that it. Nope. Six on 30, hmm. including, as I mentioned, one on one and then two on five and, and so on. I, I, we wanted to see Vladar. So careful what you wish for, I guess. Yeah. I did like him in the Buffalo game, and I didn't like him last night. There's oh, certain goals by Detroit, but some some stops you need to have if you're hoping to uh, have a victory on the last game of your five game, ten day road swing. Yeah, Marky was really good too, and he had a couple days a day there in the in between. It it felt like a natural for Vladar to get into one of the two back to backs, and the other natural spot felt like Washington, but. 
sounded like he wasn't quite a hundred, whether it was a stomach bug or something. And so sniffles going around. Yeah. yeah, And so that changes your plans, but damn it. The the more you felt like you needed that Detroit game, I thought the more you'd see Markstrom go really Yeah. Well, we talked about this last night. Then you just fall into that same trap of, well, he's our better goaltender. We better play him more and play him all the time. And I don't know. Yeah. We got to you know, we need a win here. We need a win. We can't afford to put in our backup and maybe lose one here. So you start you start mm-hmm. Markstrom. And then when Markstrom's playing really well, you can't take him out of the net because he's playing so well. So you start Markstrom. Anyway, it's uh, Dan Vladar, I I feel like we're treading into Yoni Ortio territory. Oh. Can't geez. lose this guy. This guy's great. Get, get the league everybody would love teams would be jumping all over all over this guy. And then eventually you put him on Ortio take some Well, what do we I mean the, the point I'm making is Flames fans and we pump him up as this goaltender. Tampa Bay would love to have this guy. LA should be trading for this guy. This guy, it's a value contract. This guy's, this guy's good. Is he? Not right? for two games, but there's a bigger sample than that. I yeah, think what how people like about him. Where he's being not good. huge. I, I, here's what I'll say. A lot of tools that teams like. There's a lot of similarities to what he is and what we've seen with guys like Samsonov and Vanacek where they're kind of just mad guys and show up in other situations and play really well. They gave up a third for him. They've had really attractive offers for him over the last couple of years, not this summer when the market collapsed a bit and the numbers aren't great, which is weird because the, the, the appeal for his skills is great, but the data is not that nothing about his numbers in Calgary say he's great, but He's the type of goalie guys dream on because he's huge. And he, when he looks good, he looks really good. It's just, he doesn't look that this year. <laughs> so there's a lot of, so if I dress, if I put a suit on, I look sharp, but I'm still stupid. No, I just mean like the whole six, 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 seven, like when he is locked in, you're like, Jesus, this look guy looks, you remember the first two months of the, his first season here? Yeah. And it was like, wow, that this is something here. And then they couldn't play him because they needed wins and. I also remember no, the Calgary, year, and that was the Calgary Tower. Oh, he was tall. Remember yeah, him? but I just don't want to put him in the same category as those guys because those guys never really even became initial backups, right? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder. I'm just. Uh, I mean, it's the, the point I'm making is maybe it's possible that we've built him up to be potentially more than he is. These have not. It's not been a very good start for sure to to the season. Yeah, and. No one's going to fight you on that, Dino. It hasn't been a good two games. No, tell me about the lateral chances the Flames are allowing defensively. How about switching to a new D system? How's that going, fellas? Because Markstrom's been spectacular and his numbers are still no good. So that tells me the environment's dog shit. I thought that we said last year the D was okay. I thought I thought this decor, this was a to dream on. The other NHL hey, teams, man, Ryan, I don't love the top D. four, but like, tell me how that new system's going. Guys are left open in front all the time. That I mean, Christ. You're seeing it with the Oilers, too. It's like, oh, Vegas won the cup. Let's do what they do. Maybe that's good for their personnel. Maybe that's how you coach. You get the system best for your personnel. And I'm not are saying that seeing... isn't for this group, but this is not a perfected defensive system, clearly, at this point. Uh, and I don't like it. it, it like, what are we, what, this defensive system? So are, are you seeing a drastic change? You're seeing a difference in... Well, so I think, playing? I'm not, I don't even mean what I'm seeing in terms of the chances. It's just that they went to change how they played and what defensive responsibilities were around the net and they look leakier than they did last year. So with the yeah, same like personnel, I, 
I'm you, not you can really... tell me that they're implementing some new system. It looks the same to me. It it does not. I don't see anything revolutionary. I don't see anything that's drastically different. I see no. last year's group and yesterday without one of their best in Rasmus Anderson, which doesn't yeah. help, obviously. No, not at all. Um, and again, like, boy, if you had Shillington, that wouldn't hurt, but you don't. And there's no certainty that you'll ever see him again if, if in a day or a month or a year. Uh, but I just wonder about, like, I guess it's a, small, it's a small tweak, but it's what the Oilers are doing. And they don't look good defensively. It's it's the whole D-man, don't follow your forward up to the point if he goes there. you got to hand off with the centers. And it feels like a system that needs a lot of communication I, cohesiveness. <sighs> and Vegas has been working with it forever. Of course it looked good when they won the cup. Okay. Well, how long do we have to put up with not criticizing? I don't know. How long would it take you? I mean, you've played. Last week. Yeah. I mean, you'd think. How many practices they had? How much did you go over in training camp? Like, Are you in the NHL? They're all in the NHL. Come on. And these four groups against them definitely look like they're in the NHL. (laughs) (laughs) I, to me, Sure. Okay, we're early on, and we'll give Ladar some time. It's only a small sample this year. Okay, he's going to get better. The D is learning a new system. Okay, we'll give him some time. Defense is hard work and commitment to getting the job done. Like, it just is. And there's too many times where they're soft as puppy poo. And that's a lot of how they played last year. And my concern for all of it is the similarities between last year and this year are staggeringly consistent. The biggest issue I see is that the two guys that they bet big on in the forward group have been two of their worst forwards, and that's Huberto and Kadri. And people are going to say, oh, that goal counted. He's a point per game. Watch. He's a turnover machine. He's awful defensively. He's not impactful. He's yeah, no, he's, not, he's a- not a game breaker at all. And it's like not even the power play can run through him effectively. Uh, they went one for 19 on the man advantage on the road trip. Like any sort of like, and we'll get Frank on at some point because he was buying the, the bounce back big and it's early. But if you just look at the points, like, oh, look, he's back. No, he ain't. He's the same unimpactful player that you've assigned way too much cap to for this year plus seven more. Jack, can you bring up, and before you play it, I just want, if you can bring up this, because uh, we have the second Debrinket goal from yesterday, the one that made it, it was their fourth goal of the game. But before you play it, if you can just bring it up so we can establish who is on the ice here. Um, and they did this a lot. This was not turnovers. It was turnovers at different parts of the trip. It was just either transition off turnovers or just them rushing the puck with skill and speed. So let it go for a little bit there. Howie Meeker here. Let it go a little bit here. Now you can see there's Huberto behind. So Huberto's just out of the screen, I believe here. It's a stick you're seeing. There he is. Yeah. So this is Huberto just about at the top of the circles, I believe here. So let it, you can let it go. For those of you not listening. Yeah, playing, I know it's playing it's, in the offensive Anyway, so here comes Huberto. He's in the middle of your screen, and then he's right beside Debrinket. But what is he doing? Watching. Yeah, he doesn't think it was a man. He seems to think there's spectator. three of us already. I don't need to back check. So now that we all seen it, just if you can play it one more time, it, you teach your kids that, Rhett. <laughs> Look sure at him. Do. He's at center ice, and he hasn't taken. He does not take a stride. He's no, re- pause it there. Hang on. Is he thinking there's three guys closer to my net than me already? I'm the fourth man back. None of these are my responsibility. Or is that just a cop out because you're close to that guy in the left wing? It's lazy and not committed to winning. I'd agree with that. Yeah. No strides. Still hasn't taken. He didn't a stride. even look. 
He stared at the puck the whole time. He didn't like from center ice. He stopped skating. Where's the last stride? Now, where is it? Blue right there. Line. The front Before... of the logo. That's this is a ten million dollar player. I mean, no. Take take that away. <laughs> yes. This is one of your taught. This is a veteran, and I, I I said it yesterday. I don't want to. Well, I I try to be fair. But, and then he turned the puck over on the third goal that the Brinkets. He turns it over all night. You, He's you, a turnover you, machine. Listen, different guys are held to different standards for different areas of the ice. Let's say you can only be allowed to play that way if you're outstanding. Yep. on the power play and a threat to score every time you're on the ice. Drysaddle can do that, and he has for many seasons. Exactly. No one else can, without that production can do it. I'm sorry. It's right. So uh, I don't like it anyway because I think everyone should try to play the same standard, but you you can get away with being soft in your D zone if you're an absolute monster offensively. You're not. And I think when you watch some of these other teams with their high-end skill, they're all impactful and make a difference. Yep. In a game-to-game basis, period-to-period, they get out there and they're a threat, and we don't have that. There's no top end on this team, fellas. If you need a goal, like who can you write down in ink for 30? Nobody. No one. No, like 25 even? Who's a guarantee for 25? The guy who has six NHL games under his belt is your biggest scoring threat. And the guy standing on your fourth lines outplayed your $17.5 million double-down combo. The fourth line like, sorry, gave, you, gave you the most yesterday. If you're confused with like, oh, geez, Sharon Govis must be playing well. He's, 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 like, he's in the same box as Kadri and Huberto right now, and that is not a good look for those two guys. That line, they... They shuffled the lines up. You come off of a loss. And Kadri, Huberto, and Dubé were put together, each of them finishing minus four. For those of you that care about plus minus, some of you don't. But when it's minus four, you better care. It's telling you a little bit of something. Yeah, we got better stats and plus minus in the Pinder Report, and it's the same story. It's uh, so what one of the things that Daryl did last year is he put these cats together because they both seem to almost just drag down the line they're on. They're not making people better around them. It's even worse. It's like, it's to the detriment of the people who play with them. So Daryl's like, all right, I'm putting these assholes together. And like Husk is already there. We're a weekend. Like we're, well, sorry, we're, we're seven games in. Six interesting games in. you bring up the coaches because I brought up the boom last night on Afterburner. Where's Huska's head? And hear me out. New coach, all positive. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun. It's good. We're changing the mood. The dark cloud. Has left the building. We're we are a positive group, and we're we want to hear the players' voices, and we want to have their take their input and use it to our advantage and make them feel blah blah. blah. Huska knows he can't be a, a hard ass because that's what they just got rid of and quit on. Now what? Like when's Huska get to a point where it's like, well. I get it. I got to bring the hammer down. I have to I'm let just... him know it's not acceptable. How do you? And then all of a sudden, oh, it's Mr. Negative. I can't play for this guy. He's too negative. He's not. Huska is now in a shitty spot. And I don't know what he's going to do about it. Well, to be fair, it's a first time head coach. It's a first time NHL GM. It's a first time NHL guy running a power play that went at 10% on the road trip. Like, there's not a lot of 
job experience you can lean on that's similar to this. Uh, we like all these people. We want them to do well, but what what can they lean on at this point? It's tough. Yeah. If you're a rookie head coach, how do you finesse this? I know they're, I believe they're practicing today. This is not an off day for the team. It's get to the rink and we need to get some, we got to get some work in because you play tomorrow, 745 weird start against the Rangers. Then it's the 32 teams in one day, you know, and then zone thing. So it's a 740 start. Sorry, go ahead. And then the, uh, the Oilers. So you've got three games coming up this week, not a lot of time to, to get, to get any work done. And they look like a team that needs a lot of work. They need to, to work on some yep. things for sure. It definitely looks like a team that needs to practice. And again, like even if you do practice and play well with great systems and you get good goaltending, it's two, two in the third. Like who can you look at and be like, that's the line that's going to go out and score me a winner. Power plays to do that in Washington. Power play was Nothing dog happened. shit the whole road trip. I'm sorry. One for 18. One for 19. Oh. And again, with the defensive scheme changing and with Savvy coming in and probably trying different stuff on the power play, and it's early in the season, we have so many built-in excuses except that all these effing guys are NHL players that have played the game in the at the NHL level, pretty much all of them. Uh, who? Coronado? Is the only Coronado's one a rookie. Right? Like, so, oh, well, tough road trip early in the year. It's hard to get some. What are you talking about? Not a tough road trip. Sorry. No. Easy like road trip. And two or chance. five teams played the day before you played them, and you were rested. Detroit was playing the second half of back-to-back. Pittsburgh was playing back second half of back-to-back. You blow leads in two of them, uh, including against that team in the third period that played the night before, and including 2 nothing in Washington where they you, you played keep away and, and I couldn't Washington's get the lead. And your power play was dreadful. Your penalty kill is good, but it feels like smoke and mirrors because guys are missing empty nets. Goaltenders are making great saves, and guys are blocking shots like crazy. Like, I'm sorry. If they keep penalty killing like this, it ain't the best penalty kill in the league. And like and you, you said, they two, played – And you played two fucking backups on the road trip. It wasn't even like you got everyone's best, and none of these teams made the playoffs last year. Maybe yeah, your, one your penalty kill teams this year. Against teams like Columbus or wh- whoever. You weren't playing the elite and you're going to have to at some point. I believe that's oh, how yeah. the schedule works. You're going There's to have to. There's going to be a road to. trip where they have all playoff teams, Dean. This was none from last year. So I said this to Rhett last night. It, 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 everything turns around. They're going to play some good hockey. They're going to go on some good stretches here. Yeah. How does it start? Is it just simply, you know, Markstrom has to steal? Gonna. Well, I, it, no matter how bad. does. All teams do. Mm. All teams find a way to play better. Even the worst teams end up with, what, 70-some points. Yeah, there's lots of wins for bad teams out there. So I'll tell you what it does, though. When when do you do this? Was it five games, 10 games, 15? I I don't know where you start to do your assessment, but through five games, it doesn't feel like a playoff team. Yeah, they're they're one game under. It's it's just that it started with a win, and that was a long time ago. And the other win, Buffalo gave you one. So it doesn't. It's not an inspiring start. Winnipeg was their best game in a weird way, and, and they got outclassed in that game. Uh, and you know, going back to your Hubert, oh, well, he's almost a point of game. The eye test. We need. No. There has to be some eye test, right? Well, the only test that he looks okay by is if you just look at counting stats. And the, I'm not talking just Hubert. I'm talking yeah. the team as far as making the playoffs. Where's the eye test that says, oh, yeah, I see it. It's just bubbling under the surface. couple bad bounces, a couple unlucky. You know what I mean? Like, they're not passing the stink test for me. It, yeah, to me, if there's one thing that turns it around, Dean, it's you, you got to sort out your own zone. Like they're, they're just giving the puck away all night. 
Like if you could be a stout defensive club, I could see it with Markstrom and maybe you're the Islanders and you don't have an offensive guy, but you do it by committee. Uh, but if you're going to be loose defensively, you're screwed. I just don't see the buy-in. I, I, you're right. I'm not, I don't think you're wrong in your assessment and what if it's, it's going to happen. That's yeah. how, in my opinion. Yeah. I just don't see the buy-in and you would have thought that with all the changes over this, you know, the management changes specifically in the coaching that all of this bullshit that we heard over, Oh, we're pumped. This is going to be great. Happiest team. We're that it should be obvious that there's buy-in on this. And I, I is it not for me? I don't see buy-in defensively, whether it's a new scheme or not. Yeah. Shoot that. Anyway, I down the negative train we go. Well, and, and look, if you, find a way to get two points against the Rangers tomorrow night. We'll be talking very glowingly about this hockey club on Wednesday because the Rangers are legit. The Rangers have one of the best goalies in the league who happens to be bad against Calgary for whatever reason. And it's and the Rangers are deep and, and that would be a quality two points, but like they're going to be huge dogs in that game. Yes. And yeah. rightfully so. So if you go ahead and win that, yeah, we'll come in and talk glowingly about you. This isn't us saying that, you know, like drop the ax, the season's over. It's just what you've shown us through six games is an incredibly mediocre body of work here, fellas. Yes, no question. And th and the thing of it is, like you said, that game against Winnipeg, outs Markstrom, in Super. a way, stole them two points. He was terrific. And again, early game. against what, Pittsburgh, he was really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you look at you look at the road trip, if you take now, they, they did. So I don't want to, but Buffalo goalie wasn't great. They scored four in that Buffalo game. Scored five. They only counted four. <laughs> two against Pittsburgh. Outside of that, two against Pittsburgh, two against Washington, one in Columbus, and two in Detroit. Two goals a night is. It would also be interesting, Dean, because you're right. It's low scoring. It would be interesting to see how those goals are being scored. Like against or four? Uh, four. How are we scoring? Like, is it muck? I think it's muck. I think a lot of it's around the net rebounds. And I'm not criticizing it, but I'm just saying you can't sell that there's high-end talent if you're not no. seeing high-end skill plays. And we are. It's like you saw Detroit make some real nice plays last night. That's yeah. right. And it's fine. I'm just saying if you went back and searched out all the goals they scored, how many are, well, man, what a nice goal that is. Mm -hmm. Coronado's power play goal in the first game of the road trip probably ends the road trip as the nicest goal. Probably it? does. Zips it I mean, like sing shelf power play. Sharon oh, yeah, wires that one yesterday, but you feel like that's probably no. far enough out to part regardless of how hot it hard it's yeah. shot. That's probably a shot at NHL goalie stops. Um we'll get to uh we'll get to our boy here. Well, I'll tell you about the hearing loss clinic making a positive difference in the lives of people's uh, their, their clients, people in the city, people around them. That was the goal when the Hearing Loss Clinic launched years ago, and they continue to do just that. Four Calgary locations, soon to be five, plus five in British Columbia. Cranbrook, Creston, Fernie, Golden, and Invermere. If you feel you're having issues with your hearing, visit one of these locations, get an assessment done. It might be something, it might be nothing. Either way, you will leave knowing that you have been treated by the best. Hearingloss.ca locally owned and operated and truly if there is something that uh, you you may not even know it with your vision you can know if something's blurry if something's not feeling right in your body you'll, you'll know it with vision or with uh, with hearing you may not even know that you're suffering from some form of hearing loss hearingloss.ca 
is the website. Get in and have an assessment done today. We'll get to our NHL Insider, brought to you by TELUS. Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. Your chance to win awaits. TELUS.com slash Flames Contest is the website to go and check that out. On the Insider Hotline, our NHL Insider, Frank Saravelli, joins us. Frank, how are we doing? Philadelphia, what a town. Anything what going on in Philly these days? Nah, just nice. the six and one Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, I don't know Philadelphia Phillies punching their ticket to the World Series tonight. Is, are you calling that? They're heavy favorites. I saw minus one eighty five. I, I was a little late joining the show. I wasn't planning on going this afternoon, this evening, five p.m. first pitch. My old man just rung me up on the phone. He said, "Hey, I got two tickets." You How in? good is that, boy? Elite elite salvatore what's that better than going with your wife or no uh that was actually pretty fun okay a few parking lot beverages i brought some shooters it was good yeah of course well you you guys i I don't know if it's a thing there in canada you guys have rumplemans no do a couple rumpleman shots a little tastes like mouthwash on the way in it's it's good yeah yeah i can see why it'd be popular yeah it sounds really good it's it's actually uh it's, it's actually everclear so it's great Oh, good and good for you then. Oh, it's, good it's so you. good. Yeah, yeah. You only need like two gallons of milk thistle after. <laughs> we are uh, things are not you, know, you know it's bad when everyone is speechless after you say that. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good. Yeah. No, it's uh, things are great in Philly. The football yeah. team. Well, I don't know what the hockey team is doing, but the football team looks good. Big win. Baseball. It, not as not as rosy here. Now the the Stampeders did get a big win on the weekend. Mm. Uh, but the Flames return home. Team. They return home from a road trip on which they went one, three, and one against predominantly non-playoff teams. They were beaten by Columbus. They were beaten by Detroit. Now those are two different things. I kind of think Detroit's got something in the works there, but they they look a little bit lost. This has not been a flip the switch transition for the new coach the new gm this new team now only when you look at the roster it's much the same so maybe we're foolish to think that the results were going to be much the same because we sit here lamenting the lack of scoring too many scoring chances uh dan vladar was not very good yesterday and it feels like it's getting late early here in calgary frankie boy yeah and that's not even what they're saying in edmonton which you know i was curious I didn't really connect the dot on this until you had mentioned one, three and one. And I realized that the Oilers are one, three and one overall this season. Rhett, I'm curious your take on this. Is there any chance that both of these teams pretty dramatically changing what their defensive zone play looks like could have any correlation or impact on what this start has looked like? Or do you think in this case, it's unrelated? Uh, it could be related. The problem is that for me, defense comes down to just working your ass off a lot of times. And I just, I know they've all talked that, oh, we're using a different system. I don't notice what the different system is. If you don't back check hard, is that, is that a system related issue? If, if you're too blind to take a guy in front of the net, is that a systems related issue? Or is that just, poor defensive play. I don't cut wow. 
because I took maybe too much pride on the defensive side of things, I don't cut a lot of slack for guys or teams that don't play well defensively. Cause again, I think it's less about systems and more about effort. So has the effort been lacking in your mind to this point? The, I do, the, I said it five, five, 10, 15 minutes ago last night. I, it, they're not passing the smell test for me, Frankie. They, they're, you can watch and you know you can squint and say, "Well, this maybe if this changes or this changes early, early road trip, they don't get started off." Well, it's like, well, this is a veteran team. They've they've been on road trips before. This isn't a bunch of kids that have are going into new arenas and kind of awed by the moment, right? These are this is a group of guys that got rid of the dark cloud that was apparently holding them back and have yet to impress me other than I think the first period against Washington, they were phenomenal, but there's been the odd period where they've been fine. But for most of the season, it's been very reminiscent of last year's play. Dis not engaged, not bought in and not winning at all costs. They're the easy way out. Probably not a good sign because well, we talked. Well, I was going to say we talked about how last year uh, everything that could go wrong did, and it was like, well, if you just got some buy-in, commitment, and effort, you could make up those three points right there. And there have been other sort of bright spots to start this year, things that you didn't really have last year. You know, Markstrom has been a little bit better, for instance. Things like that you think would take care of some of the ills that this team experienced and you're just not really getting right now. The worst, Frank, is that you were betting on bounce backs from Kadri and Huberto and they look as bad or worse than last year in many instances. I don't know that Kadri can be effective anymore. Like, it's just, it's 33. And Huberto's turned over the puck like crazy and was never good defensively and is playing soft. It's the same. There's points there, but they're pretty hollow. Is it all hollow though? Like, cause I, I watched Huberto last week. Uh, I guess it would be to start the trip in Pittsburgh. And it looked like he had maybe his best game as a flame. Uh, he's trying to pass the puck on an empty net. It hits the goalie and goes in. And then he has three turnovers in the first two minutes of that game where he does score the opener. I didn't like it. Okay. Um, and I know you got 32 teams to follow, and we're this is sort of the micro of overreacting to every team, but there looks nothing to be different about his game at this point. And what they've already taken him away from Lindholm and put him back with Kadri, which is where Daryl had him because it seems like neither of those guys are going to be game breakers. You may as well put them on their own line if they can't give give Lindholm someone who might work better with them. Right, and try and spread it around. Well, to take look, I mean, they're not game breakers. So get them off the line that's supposed to be your top line. It ain't that. Look, the bottom line is when you're paying those guys to be that game breaker and you're not, it's not going to end well for you. That's just look at your cap table and doesn't mm -hmm. take a rocket scientist to tell you that. It's I, like I keep trying to think, how do you get out of this if you're Connie? Because I think there's a lot of pressure to be competitive in the short term. There doesn't seem to be an appetite for like a five-year plan or a rebuild, at least at this juncture. The only way I can see it is they're actually going to be spending on these two guys less than the stars have been spending on Sagan and Ben for a while. And I keep coming back to that. The problem is that there's no Robertson, Hintz, Heiskin in here. 
Yeah, and that's a pretty big problem. Um, you throw in an Ottinger there too, and it's a, a heck of a young core to have sort of transition out from your, um, you know, your your Ben Sagan era. Uh, look, I, I think it's it's still early. I don't want to, you know, sound like I'm, uh, you know, too easy on the Flames as as a grader to start the year. Um, I understand that you look at this road trip and you say, look, not really a lot of playoff teams that you're running into to start the year. They, some of them have improved. I'm not making excuses. I'm just, we're six games in and the flames have played exactly one home game. Like before we draw any lines that, you know, are in Sharpie, let's, let's make sure we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And you know what, if it wasn't so if it wasn't so eerily reminiscent of a year ago, I think the tone would be different. Totally. Right? Because it looks, it just looks so similar. The one thing I'll, I'll say, Markstrom has been better, and Andrew Mandrapani gets another goal yesterday. One way or the other, he's scoring. He's he's looking like a guy who's who's prepared to bounce back. But outside of that, it does look like this is going to be a, a goal-challenged hockey club that's giving up a little bit too much. And they started a stretch without Rasmus Anderson. Four games for his hit. Maybe. against uh, Patrick Line. Uh, your thoughts, I guess, on the hit, I think we could probably all agree what the hit is, but on the four-game sentence that was given to Anderson, which he is appealing. I think it was totally warranted. I think you look at the hit, and there's so many different layers of it that I don't like. Uh, I don't like the angle that he goes in. I don't like the speed with which he goes in, leaving his feet. I don't like the principal point of contact. And I think more than all of that, I really don't like the situation and mm -hmm. Rhett's probably, you know, snickering going, Oh, this is so soft in today's NHL, but down two goals late in the game. This is pure emotions. Get the best of you. And, and I'm going to take my frustration out on you. And that can't cut it anymore. In today's NHL, you have to be smarter. You have to be more composed. And if you think that this is maybe worth three games instead of four, I'd argue that we're splitting hairs. Um, that's certainly what the the Calgary Flames are going to argue. They're going to want him to uh, to be in the lineup for the Heritage Classic on Sunday, and I get it. I just feel like this hit pound for pound was worth every bit of four games. Um, I, I doubt it would have gone much longer, but it, when I saw the 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 ruling come down, I was just kind of like nodded. I was like, "Yep, that makes sense to me." So is this the dirtiest hit we've seen in? A year and a half? Because this is the largest suspension handed up for hitting a year and a half. I think... That, that's where I'm kind of like, mm, I think I've seen this a lot in the last 20 years where it's one or two. And I don't disagree. I think if it was the first period of the game, maybe they knock one off, but it's one second left, so he's not missing any time against Columbus. Well, yeah, I mean, that... I don't... They say, by the way, that that has nothing to do with it. The, the yeah. idea of, like, penalty served. I, I disagree. I'm with you on that. Um, I just think it was senseless. There was not much thought put into this other than I'm going to maim someone in the last, you know, minute of a game that's out of hand. And I, I, in saying that, like, let's park the hit part for a second. The whole idea that you're going to appeal this and be successful when it's yeah. going to the commissioner's desk yeah. is like utterly absurd. Um, I, I, personally think that the flames are are and this is not uh necessarily on calgary or the nhlpa or any i think the process itself is broken and i think they're hoping against hope that 
the commissioner is suddenly going to part ways with his department of player safety that works for him and say, no, 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 you guys screw this up big time. Your process is off and I'm going to reduce it by a game. I think that's maybe, a little bit far-fetched. Maybe if anything, you're the PA pointing out the, how silly it is that arbitration hearings will be appealed to the commissioner. This is like an NFL scenario. Like you gave this up in CBA and it probably looks dumb. Well, that's that's an issue that you take up with the NHLPA directly. Like shame on the yeah. NHLPA for the last time around in collective bargaining, not saying, hey, all all appeals immediately go to a neutral independent arbitrator. What What's the harm in that? Not only that, but we're going to have some expediency. It's yeah. going to be within 24 hours the hearings held. And then another 24 hours after that, we're going to get a ruling on that appeal. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever it might be, upheld or not, it's going to happen and it's going to happen quick. But now look at the timeline. Yeah. Hit on Friday night. The suspension comes Saturday. Appeal comes Sunday. Already misses the first game due to suspension. Now you've got games Tuesday and Thursday, and the hearing is going to be held today. And then the commissioner is going to rule on it. And who knows how long that'll take? Is it 24 hours? Is it 48? Is it, do we not know by Thursday? He's Whatever the case is. He's, yeah. he's ruled on it already. Well, that's kind of my point is the fact that it's even going to him tells you how broken the process is, let alone how long it takes yeah. to actually yeah. get there. He, it was a shitty hit and he what should have been suspended and it is what it is. You leave it at that. But I, I, I don't, I understand why the flames want to get it lowered, but sometimes you just have to take it right Remember when the wide dog got 20 games and they like knocked it down to 10, but he'd already served like 13. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that, that, was, that was all for getting the money back that it was like, we're talking yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars that right. are coming back in, in Dennis Weidman's pocket, which is the reason why you do it. And I was just thinking, uh, boom, like if, if you just like said exactly whatever was like in Rhett's mind, do you think we could boil the show down to nine minutes? Like we yeah, don't, we don't need like an hour and a half. It's just like shitty hit. Move on. Yeah, Flames lose. The, yeah, yeah. No effort. All right. Flames thanks. lose to Detroit six to two thoughts. Thanks they were no good in, guys. Uh, Rasmus Anderson suspended for four games. Thoughts. I yeah, had a great thought. Hit. I had one last night and I reiterated it today. It's open for the discussions amongst mm -hmm. you three fine gentlemen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, uh, what does Ryan Huska do at the moment? Cause my thoughts were, you get rid of a hard ass like Sutter. He knows that he can't go in there banging his fist and kicking cans and has to approach this delicately. How, how do you handle this with, with, with efforts that just don't cut it or results? Look at what Pascal Vincent's done in Columbus. Damon Severson, you just signed a $48 million, $50 million contract. Third game with the team, you can sit the third period, sir, for your pizza that you served up the middle of the ice against the Detroit Red Wings. Look, you know, Ken Johnson, 40-point scorer last year. You are sitting on opening night. This is something in his toolbox that I don't think you have to turn around and say, oh, this guy is an unreasonable asshole. We're, you know, he's too hard on us. You have to use the levers and mechanisms that are in place. My guess is that what he's going to continue to preach is process over everything. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed if, if it really is an effort issue, which I've, you know, you, you're watching it a lot more closely than I am because I have eyes on all these other teams. If you're saying that's an issue, you've got to be able to use some of that to, um, to leverage more out of your players. I think it's probably oversimplifying to say, oh, Daryl was hard, so this guy can't be hard too. I think it was more that Daryl wasn't being fair or that Daryl wasn't being transparent. Like it, it was more nuanced than just he's hard. I don't think Ryan Huska can't be hard just because Daryl was. Yeah, I don't think it's this simple formula of you take bad cop and replace him with good cop and all of a sudden that equals team is good. That's not how it works and no one is ever all black or all white in terms of trying to figure all that out. And I bet for Huska, it's not even a, a situation where does he, can I, can I rip these guys? It's, it's very strategic. What if we lose the next three games? What if we win? The, what do I do today? Do I go in and act like nothing happened? Do I, do I, do I tear a strip off of them? Do I say nothing? Like you say, Frank, it, do I just start to take away ice time? Because I think if you're the assistant coach turned head coach, it can work. But I think a lot of times guys try and puff their chest out. I'm a head coach. This is how I have to portray myself now. And then you're, you come in with a different, you just act different and you treat people different. The guys will be looking at you. So I was, Wait, this isn't you. What are you trying to do? They're not going to be fooled. And I think if Huska comes in and like you say, Red starts kicking cans, guys are going to be really Huska. This, this isn't you. For him, it's probably going to be, walk softly, carry a big stick. And the stick is probably ice time, power play time, got. responsibilities. It's probably all he's got. And, and be I fair about it, right, Dean? Like to <laughs> say, here's why you're sitting. And if you have issues with that, we'll watch film together. I, I don't, I, I, I don't know Ryan Huska that well. Spent, you know, 15, 20 minutes with him in training camp to start the year and, and asked him specifically about making that transition from assistant to head coach. I don't see any of those issues popping up that you're talking about. Someone that's going to try and be something that they're not and puff their chest. That's not, none of that. I don't even think enters his thought process or vocabulary. It's not that. I don't think that's the way he's wired. Um, but watching all this, like you have to have some system, some form of accountability that pushes back when you see things that you don't like. And, it doesn't need to be nasty. You don't need to yell and scream. It, it's just a very simple, hey, we're professionals here and you made a mistake or you've made this same mistake five times. Now you need to take a seat next to me. Is there no concern? Okay, then you're right. Take the ice. But I feel like there was ice taken away last year and they quit on a guy. Kind of felt like he rolled more than he took away ice, to be fair, Rhett. Like it was just your one, two, three, four. That's the order. Roll them. It wasn't like... There was a lot okay, of well, Huberto didn't play the third. Either right? either way, I would say that there is a handful of players in that room that quit on a coach and didn't like his style, and that's fine and good. But if they start to not like this coach because they're not playing, what lead what makes you believe that they're not going to quit on him? I think that it was easier. It was easier for the team to turn on Daryl for how Daryl treated the team. I think, and and it, they had more time with Daryl, right? Daryl had it was two and a few years. years of 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 Daryl, and you played for the guy retro. You would know there's this the Sutter, the Sutter Vice is a hard, 
that's a little bit different. When he is hard on you, I feel like that's probably there's not many coaches in today's game that are going to be that that hard on you. I I just I I know the, I know what the point you're making is is that it's less about the coach and it's more about the guys and you have to glad hand these guys. Those players, someone, and again, I guess is is it Backlund now because he's the captain. Someone's got to grab a hold of the room and just say, "Listen, coach, be damned." Do we care about each other in this room? Do we want to win? We're not in in February where a season is lost. We control this. We had a shitty kind of a road trip, but as Frank said, we've played one home game. Let's come out and be better against the Rangers. Let's just let's be better. Let's dig in here. Let's but I, I still I still don't know if it it just like you say right. It doesn't pass the smell test. It just feels like. It's a collection of players. It's not a team to me. That's the un one of the unwritten uh, you know things that was not talked about nearly enough. I mean, we talked about it at some point in January or February when Nazem Kadri called them out and said, we will make the playoffs if we play like a team. Also break, yeah. That was to me the defining quote of the season. And then you know, he perceived to be this... one of their worst players, Frank, the rest of the way. <laughs> well, and 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 multiple guys, including him, ended up quitting toward the end. And yeah. and there were some certainly some unacceptable efforts. Um, but that part of it, you can change out the coach, you can change out the system, you can change out whatever it is that you want. But if there's no cohesion, if there's no chemistry, if they don't like each other and want to do well for each other. I don't know that any of that's you any of that's going to matter. The collection of talent, you know, it's a collection of individuals. And what's interesting is over the weekend we hear the the suggestion circulates that you know, maybe Noah Hannafin and the team might be interested in getting a deal. I think the Flames have been interested in getting a deal done, but maybe Hannafin would want to come back. And then you watch this type of a performance, you're like, you're bringing back more of these guys. You want to lock into more of them, where you know. On its, on its own merit, I would be very okay with Noah Hannafin signing a contract extension. He's still young enough. You can sign a mm-hmm. six- to eight-year deal. He's, I don't worry about him. It's well. Yeah. But then you worry about having another guy to a big ticket with a that's aging. I, if, if you could wipe those other two out, yes, get Hannafin done. Get it done today. But I wonder, do you worry at all about keeping more? characters from this team while we critique them harshly on one hand and then talk about signing them to long-term deals in the next i mean i'm with you and i would say you're a a couple contract extensions away from being the new york islanders yeah if not worse (laughs) a team that is is totally locked in term wise and dollar wise to the same core from here until the foreseeable future where you already are on the outside of the playoffs looking in or you just squeak in and you don't really have any hope to vault yourself into the contender or threat category that you know you're you're hoping wishing and praying that you can somehow have the stars align in any given season that will help get you there and that part i think certainly is a real concern and and would have to be something that the flames are thinking about which is why Look, I'm not here to offer advice, but if if I were sitting in the chair, I'd say we need to have a little bit of a contract moratorium here because yeah. let's back it up for a second and let's go back to 
June when Craig Conroy took over and Noah Hannafin more or less says to the Flames in, in not so direct words, but the, the overall thought process was, I don't want to play in Canada. Last time I checked, Calgary's still in Alberta. What happened here that allowed you to suddenly say, you know what, I'm in. And and whether it's, you know, the next one year, five years, seven years, whatever the extension ends up being, you are still playing for a team that's based in Canada. Is that feeling going to grow? Is it going to dis- have you suddenly settled in? You're like, oh, hey, I'm good. I'm committed for the long term. I mean, last time I checked, there are other Americans that have stayed uh, a long time. Uh, Craig Conroy being one himself. You know, it, it's an interesting question of, or, or do we have people that are just, and I, I'm not putting words in anyone's mouth. Do we have anyone here that's selling out for the security? Well, I, and I think we've seen it in almost all these markets too, Frank, like uh, Brady Kachuk committing to an Ottawa center team before an ownership change. When the outlook for a new rink was grim. Cole Caulfield's locked in in Montreal. Connor Hellebuck just re-upped in Winnipeg, despite an offseason where everyone thinks he's going to leave. JT Miller's re-upped in Vancouver. I just feel like all these guys looked around and said, this is my best chance to get paid. Yeah, And this this whole cap going up, well, how's the attendance looking? And how many teams are going to be capped out immediately anyway because of built-in raises for next year? Like, maybe we just take the bird in the hand. Which That's is what... fine, but you better acknowledge that fact then and say, hey, I just told this team four, three, four, or five months ago that I this wasn't the place I wanted to live. And that's I kind mean, of yeah. a shitty spot to be in, right? When you're a team and a player re-engages in contract talks, you have to be, you have to kind of look sideways. What's your motivation here? Why? Yeah, who did you Where ordinarily you would be great. We we want you to stay. Let's let's get something done. Here you have to kind of question. So what is it that you're What's really wanting to do? Well, and and here's the other part of it though. Like let's now bake in the the spot that this team is at. You know, I I'd been saying as as great as the idea of getting Elias Lindholm and especially as good as he's looked to start this year, you want to try and keep him. But what happens if things go sideways? What happens if we get to January and and the Flames are 17 and 23? Mm. Honestly, we've been saying the worst case scenario for this team all summer, we said it, is that they're right on the cusp of a playoff spot at the deadline. If they were just clearly not good enough, it makes things really easy if you haven't locked all these guys into long-term extensions. Because if you put a Lindholm and a Hannafin on the market at the deadline, you're getting a pile of assets, whether that's picks or young players, you pick. But locking into both those guys before you're good or not seems really, really fraught with risk. And so then why do it right now six games into the year? That's the question. Because as the reports of this morning, Elliot had said, quote, it would be surprising at this point if it didn't happen. That's okay. really strong. <laughs> it, it's very strong. I, mm-hmm. I I was surprised to see it the about face um, of what what came from June. It's a big stark difference, and I I just I would want to see more from my team before going about and and making sure everyone's nice and comfortable. Yeah, like maybe these guys are just saying, "Look, I'm going to get more here, and it's about money." That I don't know that. that Helps I don't begrudge team. any player ever doing that or getting it. No. Um, uh, just from a pure team building perspective, I'd want to see the first quarter of the season before I did anything else. Yeah, like if he's going to get Devin Taves money, great. The problem is Devin Taves is a way better defenseman than Noah Hannafin. 
Like by all means. Yeah, that and all Devontae is a is a multi time fifty point scorer. Yeah, that and so, that defends as well as he as he plays offense. And he gets seven times seven and a quarter. So if Noah can get that here, now I understand why he wants to stay a little more because he's getting overpaid and you're the my team guess isn't is valuing him properly. Somewhere between Mackenzie Weger and Devon Taves. <laughs> it's it's just hilarious that. Uh... Uh, all of these UFAs, and it was like, so what are you going to get for them? You've traded to Foley, you've signed Backland, now you might sign Hannafin. This is not how I saw this going. And again, I like Noah Hannafin. I'm fine with him staying. But again, like you say, context of it all. Yeah. It's just everything else with it. Well, and the other thing Frank kept saying was this summer is like, look, like you're just not going to be bad enough to bottom out here with these guys. Well, I'll tell you what, if Kadri is going to look like this and Hubert is going to look like this, and you do sell, let's say, a Markstrom, a Hannafin, a Lindholm, I think you could get bad enough. I And I didn't really believe that this summer. And it's very early, and this still might be a playoff team, but... Oh, my God, the sky God, is falling no in Calgary. Yeah. No, but there's no game breakers, Frank. Like, they've gotten great goaltending from Markstrom, and they have two wins, and one of them was Gifrat from Buffalo, and the other they got outplayed. Maybe they beat the Rangers in their 500, great. But the notion that they can't be bad. I just watched them it's, lose to five non-playoff teams. It's what you said, Frank, about the Islanders. They are the Islanders of the... The but they don't play as well defensively, and they don't have no, the Vesna guy necessarily. So they yeah. tighten it up, and they even do. They're going to get into the playoffs. And what's their hope for moving? Okay, you made it. But you got a chair. Now you need nine thirty goaltending, and other yeah. than that, it's not happening. And the, that's the scariest part: is the Islanders might actually get nine thirty goaltending, and they them, might yeah. get in. And that's that's a big difference between, you know, you go from Sorokin to to Markstrom, who's entering his mid thirties. Before we let you go, just a question for you. If we can go, uh, Jack, if we can go to the full shot on Frank. Uh, Please don't. On Frank's set there. Uh, we were just curious last week. We saw it. Now, your Crown Royal bottle, have you got a, a slow leak yeah, going there? Because Ryan has one and I have one and Rhett has I one. I had to go but... like this. <laughs> we just kind of, eh, it's not a. So you were watching that Detroit game yesterday too then, Frank? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Missing a, a sh some schnapps out of the uh, out of the crock pot there. Oh, here we getting ready for the game. Yeah, go Phils. Ooh, ooh, fresh, hey? Let's it's, go. That's a way to start a Monday. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> go Phillies. We'll go talk Crown to Royal when the Flames live, are over five hundred. Frank, let's have live, fun. <laughs> live generously. Does that fit inside your shirt pocket with you and pops when you go to the game tonight? Can you just yeah. I don't. I don't know about that. I think that's yeah. Probably a no go. Yeah. Well, you'll figure it out. What's that? What was the the uh, Everclear? What's that called? Rumplemans. Rumplemans. Yeah. It's it's actually grain alcohol with a hint of mouthwash flavor. So it's good. Oui. It's really delicious. Good. It, I mean, what what's better than that? You get a shot and some fresh breath on your way into the game. I mean, yeah. Crown would be better, but okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, Frank. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you next week, buddy. See you guys. There you go. Frank Cervelli, our NHL insider, joining us on the Insider Hotline. At TELUS, they're using their world-leading technology to drive meaningful change, from transforming healthcare and making the food supply more sustainable to reducing our environmental footprint. The most giving company in the world. In 2022 alone, TELUS, their team members and retirees volunteered 1.4 million hours and gave $125 million to local communities. Learn Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. More at TELUS.com slash gives back. Rumplemans. I feel like Frank gets disappointed in us. Well, here's the thing. The mood is never a joyous one when he comes on here. We're never, never? celebrating something ter- terrific or some huge victory. It seems like, Frank, I you said the first this. Week and- the last year, maybe? The first week we had him on, they were, oh, what a great start. And then they lost one game to the Oilers and everything went in the shitter. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to come on here either. I don't want to come on, and I'm here every bloody day. That's your job. You don't want to come on. Fuck. You're getting paid to show up. You don't want to come on. Rangers tomorrow, eh? Oh, great. Christ. Yeah, and if they're going to be the Flames, they'll suddenly somehow play well against the Rangers. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It, 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 uh, it still feels like a very, very 7-10 to 10 in the West, 6-9 to nine in the West type team. And I see some people in the chat, and that's fine. The guys are overreacting. And we might be overreacting. Yeah. But here's the thing. What, what would be the, is it boy who cried wolf? It's just, we're not going, we're not going to be fooled as easily, or we're not going to be convinced as easily because we've been watching this same drama unfold year after year. What are you hanging your hat on? Okay. So call it overreacting, but what are you hanging your hat on? Aside from the fact that it's early, that they've only played six games. That's the only only thing. Well, Markstrom too, but the problem is you, Markstrom's given you good goaltending and yeah. you have one. Even That's with that much place. improved Markstrom, yeah. you still went 1-3-1 and one on a road trip against teams that don't even say that you should have beaten, as you've said, Ryan, that were non-playoff teams a year ago. Yeah, and you're a non-playoff team from last year, but you want to be one. So there's a chance to measure yourself against the rest of that field. Teams that missed that said, we're going to be better, we got to get in. The results aren't good. No bueno. Not good. Uh, yeah, good. so congrats on their win tomorrow night against the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, what I want to do now, we talked about, uh, about crown Royal and crown Royal. We, uh, you know, you, you know, you know, them, you love them. It's, it's crown Royal season here in Calgary. It's a little, uh, it's a little chilly. Isn't it? Snow is falling. It's 
definitely crown royal season crown royal the generous guy that's kind of the promo that they've got going right now you treat be generous right look for some who's out there doing good good things they deserve a little bit of crown royal in their life how about uh how about this one here okay this is a friend of our friend our buddy matt stajan we had him on uh, on the show this summer and you know good guy hey hey uh retro from all accounts and everyone you talk to <laughs> from all accounts there is he his uh, his wife katie and and their two boys and this is the uh, the Emerson Stagen Infant Transition Room. The Stagens have raised a lot of money over the years on with their own endeavors, and they hooked up with the Flames Foundation. This room is uh, is going to be available. I believe it's at Foothills for uh, for newborn children that maybe you just need a little a little pocket, a little area in the hospital where. You need some some private time, some alone time, because of course Emerson Stage and was their young, their young boy, newborn, that passed away in the hospital the day of his birth, and they continue to keep his spirit alive. And uh, look at the two boys, look at this happy family. You gotta love it. There they are in the room. Look at old Maddie. He's good people, Rhett. He's a generous guy. It makes you a little bit teary-eyed, actually. So. And not I'm for them how wonderful it is to uh, to have that healthy family and still do everything they can to keep Emerson's spirit alive. That is awesome. And for uh, well, not for the two young boys, of course, but for Matt and Katie, little crown royal, generous guys right there. Generosity lives in the small things. Doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs a few good people. Crown Royal, crown everything. And Pinder was away for all that, but it's all right. Just know that it's a good thing. Great human. And I had to tinkle. Is that what it was? Yes. I thought maybe your internet was shit, because uh, is he glitchy for you, Rhett? He looks glitchy to me. Move, Pinder. It's, it's worse than that. <laughs> yeah, he's locked right tight. Jack attack. What's going on? Your camera is your camera is completely out of focus. It's out of focus. <laughs> and your internet's shit. Is Jack back in studio yet? We really this Pinder can't take care of himself. I am here. <laughs> well, Jackie Shivers is back. He, he, I, he wasn't here. Everything worked great. I, don't blame me. Jackie Shivers, yeah. Uh because of course now it's time to do the Pinder report, but I'm kind of worried. Let's give it a go. Because I have nothing prepared if you uh, if you crap out or need this a tinkle. epic Pinder report we've been yeah. hearing about. Village Honda. Village Honda. How's Anthony doing? Oh, he's jacked. Hey? I got to ask if he's going to Hamilton next weekend. Hmm? Hmm? I think Anthony's got mm? a lot on his plate right now. Good old Anthony up at Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, and online at villagehonda.com. New in stock inventory arriving daily more on the ground as we speak start your automotive adventures at village honda new vehicle pricing is msrp which means more stinking ryan pinder it's time for the pinder report fellas we'll start with yesterday's matinee against the wings why would i tell you about it when Rhett and boom could 
Here's the clip from Afterburner. Problem. This is no longer I'm not playing on the right wing. This isn't the coach doesn't like me. This isn't I'm new to town. It's six games in. I want to try and be fair, but these are mistakes and things that you should not be seeing. Take the cap hit away. This guy's a veteran. He's a veteran who has led teams in scoring. He's got offense in his game. I don't know what we're watching. Well, we just mentioned another veteran guy, and you don't for Detroit, Perron. Play as good as him. I don't yeah. care about the contract. Play as good as him. Like, it's, it's, there's issues to come with this. I just believe that's starting to build up. That is the fellas from last night. One fourteenth of the season is in the books and it's not been overwhelming for the fellas, has it? These shows we've been doing are just real. Well, we're you supposed know? to be all positive and wins and we're ha having fun and love each other the team's good i like spring training better preseason whatever you call it you know yeah. everyone's in great spirits no one had lost a game that mattered that was mm -hmm. way funner yeah, yeah training and back home working out back home life was good for everybody yeah. how uh how many games do they play 80 82 82 so i don't want you to do boomer math live on the air but safe to say there's lots left a few more to go they're gonna turn it around 114th, like I was saying, around that. That's how much they Come on, boys. Turn it around, eh? Yeah, start with a big W for uh, red zone hockey. Let's go. Let's Rangers. go. Shesterkin always soils his trunks against it's Terrible in Calgary. Terrible. Yeah. Um, you had talked about Hero not looking good. Well, what? but what about the data, Dean? I mean, look, that's just the eye test. Yeah. Humans have my, biases. Let's my go eyes, I can't data. see shit, right? Well, all you want to see is the me. bottom of the screen. Uh, the oh. further left you go, the oh. more you hurt the team. And there is Dubé, Kadri, and Huberdeau. Mm. Clearly their worst line. Defensive black holes, no offense. And yeah, yikes. Clearly their worst line and two of their top two paid forwards. Not Dubé a great will, sign, fellas. Dubé will bring anybody down, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just too happy. It's a lot it's to Huberto. care. Good shape. Now, again, Huberto had a goal waved off because Kadri no. bumped the goal. Don't care. Uh, but if Does you do take that away, game? <laughs> uh, 13 minutes, 38 seconds of ice minus four, zero shots on net. Oh, so maybe we, you can give them the one, I guess. Uh, here's the road trip. Uh, I was sitting at a pub instead of watching my kids power skate yesterday and ran good. through some of the data. That's what good parents do. You got to stay away. Don't over parent do beef dip or anything to go with. Uh, oh, just a couple of teams. Uh, five non-playoff teams. Yeah. Blown leads in two of the five games. Okay. Scored more than two goals just once. Mm. Their best players by salary look like their worst players. D-zone's no good. Uh, penalty kill in Markstrom? Oh, and the power play's only 10.5% on the trip, too. Tough, tough roadie. That doesn't mean everything's going to be awful. It Lots just means room. it's a bad bleeping Let's road Let's go, trip. boys. Turn it around. Let's Lots go. Lots of room for upside. Lots Let's of room. Let's go. And you know what? Let's go sign one of these guys to a big extension. Here's the news on Noah Hannafin. Uh, Elliot Friedman saying, quote, it would be a surprise at this point if it doesn't happen. Uh, keep looking for more updated information there. I know Pike's got a mailbag. He also had that from his Saturday notes. They updated that this morning on Elliot's podcast. It sounds very close, which is a little concerning. Um, which is too bad because on the, on the surface, sign Noah Hannafin. Well, let's break this five-year plan, though, right? This is where Rhett and I are going to go. <laughs> let's break this down, right? If he gets signed, is it the worst thing? No, probably a movable asset at some point, unless it's a huge overpay, which you hope it isn't. Yeah, I'd agree with or that. It's not like a, he's thirty or thirty-two. So, 
I was thinking about this yesterday after they shit the bed again. <laughs> right, you, right with you, you, boys. We're right there. You Big do game have tomorrow. to ha- like when they if if they miss the playoffs this year and they sell a bunch of stuff. You still have to have a team next year, right? Yes. I looked. So, you'll love this, Red. Guess how many defensemen? Just, sorry, go ahead, Red. Just let Red finish. Yeah. No, well, that that's kind of what I'm getting at. And, and Noah Hannafin has played a bunch of hockey. Is still quite young. Eats up a bunch of minutes. He is not a concern, in my opinion. No. <laughs> Because you would be coming back with Hannafin, Anderson, and Uyghur. Yes. So you would have a very solid decor for a few years to come. The only downside is what are what assets were available. Yes. That is your opportunity cost. It's not, hey, what would it pay to get a guy like him? It's no, 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 no. What young talent could we get for yeah. him? That's what Connie has to be measuring here. Is there a Kale McCarr or maybe not Kale McCarr, but someone, you know what I mean? Like, is there a... Yeah. Is there a debris cat? And remember, he just went through a summer fielding, essentially fielding Hannafin offers before the draft, at the draft, yeah. after the draft, all summer long. And there was nothing that, it just, I don't want to put words in his mouth, what miners, there was nothing that was close. Yeah, teams, and teams, teams were out, positioning yeah. themselves as, yeah, they were capped out or didn't have a need or, yeah. hey, you're, we'll help you out because you have so many UFAs. We'll throw you a third and a fifth. Yeah, no one, yeah. Everybody was on and new GM. Let's see if we can take him to the cleaners. No, it was undercutting. There was nothing close. So that's why you sign him. Or that's why you go to the deadline when teams can't play, you know, Oh, I'm going to call your bluff. No, you either get the guy or you don't. It's the deadline and you need a top four D man. Mm -hmm. That's where his value is the highest. It's always been the highest for players at the trade deadline. It's difficult though. It's an interesting point you make, Rhett, because I, from where I sit, I find it, nearly impossible to view any of it without the Caudry Huberto. Yeah. You know, well, shielding my vision. I think if you, if you just sit in Conray's shoes and Dave Nona's shoes, they have thought this through and they've spent many, many hours. I think they're resigned to the fact that they've got these guys. Uh. Like there, there is no plan. If it, even in a rebuild situation, those guys are here. Under yeah, what those scenario? two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under what scenario totally. are you moving those guys? If you no. pay half, not yeah. even. Who's which GM's going to hang their nuts on that term on other? It's of those not guys. worth it, right? No. So, so you 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 can put together your make these plans and think you're going to be better this year and pray and keep your fingers crossed that those guys start producing, which is, would be great. But I think deep down in the back of their minds or in other scenarios, they've planned, they've, they've mapped it out where they're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are immovable God, objects we've got these point. contracts for the next eight years, six, eight, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's it's spent. It's kind of like me with, with the gout. I just have to, I've, I've come to the realization. I'm just going to have to live with this. Like I can't get around anymore. I can't leave the house. It's debilitating. It's painful. I can't sleep. Like I'm just going to have to live with this. So what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Hubert O'Cadre. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Gout. A lot of positivity there, fellas. of gout. Okay. So got debilitating and you gout. Sign, and you can keep Hannafin because 
is a fine asset. That's right. Guess how many players are under contract in the NHL and American League that are defensemen for the Flames next year? The entire system. Four. Three. Is that not insane? That's crazy. That's a great spot to be in. Options. I mean, if you want to be bad, it's an amazing spot to be in. If you're trying to be competitive next year, it's a nightmare. Um, and you're not I making think we're this all, any better, you know. Yeah, so and so negative. I guess the context of that is that you are going to need players, and Hannafin's not a bad one, and he isn't as old as any of the other guys we're talking about, um, and he's going to age well because he skates well. That's the strongest correlation to not looking like shit right away when you turn 30. Uh, so I don't mind it in that sense, but God damn it, what's the pile of assets look like at the deadline for this guy? Wow. You saw Hampus Lindholm go for like a first Hampus. and two seconds. How different is he? Like a little more offense, a little less ice time. Do we have rose-colored glasses with Hannafin? Or rose we... I mean, he's a 2-3 in my world, and I think those guys get nice returns at the deadline. Is that Mel McDaniel? Who sings rose-colored glasses? I'll, I'll Google it. Fellas, we're being so negative. We're not talking about the Abbotsford Heat, Adirondack Flames, Stockton Heat, Calgary Wranglers enough. That's what we're not doing, okay? Because look at the start Connor Zary's off to. You want to talk about a flush system of prospects. Eight assists in four games for Zari or Zari. You tell us how you want us to say it. Keep playing like that. You'll be here soon, son. Uh, yeah, you put up those kind of points. We'll say however you want us to say it. That's right. Love that. John so Conley. Brett, John Conley. So not Mel McDaniel? Not Mel McDaniel. That's, you know, that's his baby's got my blue jeans on. Mm. Her baby's got her blue jeans uh, on. Down on the things. corner by the traffic light. Are you sure? Everybody's looking as she goes by. I know the song, but I'm not sure it's Mel McDaniel. Watch until she's gone. Lord have mercy, baby's got her. Shut up, blue jeans on. It's Mel McDaniel. wants to hear you sing. That's incorrect. Lots of people want to hear him sing, right? Including Dean. It's the only thing that makes him happy. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. Oh, Lord, that's TJ Shepard. Is there a female cover of that one? I I'll don't like, think, I think you're out to lunch on these names. I just get like <laughs> the guy literally was a disc jockey when such a job existed. Okay, no so what do you want to know? Around. Which one? Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Okay, just wait. Can't wait to look Our... in the mirror. Ah shit. Each day. Who did What's I up? say TG shit? Mac Davis. Mac Davis. I knew it was an M. What does T.G. Shepard sing? God damn it. Go ahead, Ryan. Come on. Ryan, would um, you please keep going with this thing? It's so Great news so in Edmonton, fellas. Only two years left on the dry sidle McDavid current contracts, and now one to two weeks for the best player in the history of hockey. He'll be absent. That may slow down the steaming hot start of the Oilers that has one win in their first five games. Uh, he appears to be on track to miss the Winter Classic. Uh, I'll be back. War is hell on the home front too, right? That's the one that TG shit. I knew it was some kind of a quirky. War is hell on the war home is hell when 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 the when the men have gone on to war to to fight in the uh, you know military guys. It's hard for the ladies, the wives who have been left at home. War is hell on the home front too. God only knows what a woman goes through. Thank you for that, Dean. Uh, here we got some video of Leon Drysdale hearing this news about Connor McDavid being out. Let's have a look here. Uh, what oh. have we got going on? <laughs> that's not the video i thought we were gonna have oh leon hey he's pissy well at least evander kane didn't have some snipes at the coach 
at the intermission on Saturday. Yeah. Another loss there. They blew a 2 nothing lead. If only we could take some pleasure. If the Flames are going to be god-awful, please just have the Oilers screw up one more year of two of the greatest players in their prime. Please, 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 please. Yeah, Evander Kane, said, well, you know, I wasn't getting much playing time, so I figured I'd just go out and fight. And then sit in the box for seven or eight minutes. Toss the bucket off. Do you see that tilt, Rhett? And and we've already got an F-bomb. You mentioned it last week. Already an F-bomb from the coach. F-sharp from McClellan as well. Or not McClellan, excuse me. Jay Woodcrum. Is that we fought? Jet Brendan Dillon, former teammates in San Jose. Brendan Dillon. Remember when uh, Evander was not with the team and then was going to be brought back and the whole Sharks room said, we're good. Just don't bring him back in. I know he's allowed to play now. We don't Who, want Patrick, him Patrick Kane, yeah, we'd love to have him. Oh, wait, what? Evander? No, no, no. We thought he was gone forever. Please don't ever bring him back. Uh, okay. You're going to love this, Rhett. How hard are the equipment guys working in the NHL? Pro- hardest working guys in the whole organization, equipment guys? 100%. Massive so hours. Get in at 2 a.m., hang up wet gear, go to bed, get back up, back of the rink at 5 a.m. You love to see them getting an apple. Here it is. But I, I thought so far he's made a, a nice impact for sure. Obviously the goal, but everything else aside, good shots. Oh, here we go. Tapro's got a man open. Evangelista with a new step. Coming in. Evangelista Yeah, Pete! Yeah! I love that they cheered him. That's awesome. Well, because he's quick too, right? Stick breaks, bang! He's got it. Right number. Zips it out. Catches it on the fly. Breakaway goal. Fellas don't miss that. Love that. And in... uh it's like a team. Team's having fun. <sighs> it was sweet Pete Beru for the uh, Abbotsford oh, Heat. And he's now with the Calgary Heats, right? So Sweet Pete. Love the Heat. Tip of the cap to you, fellas. Okay, we'll move along. Uh, Anze Kopitar just set the new record for most games played by an L.A. King. Wash. They just wonder. Uh, past his prime or not. We shall see. He's uh, he's so young, his kid, uh, well, watch. He's reading the opening lineup. It's pretty cool. Hi. Hey. Okay, Yaka's going to start us off with the starters, and then we'll talk about their lineup. So go ahead and do your thing, bud. In goal, number 39, Cam Talbot. Talbot. On defense, number 44, Mikey Anderson. Number eight, Drew Dowdy. Forwards, number 55. Clinton Byfield. Number nine, Adrian Campe. Yeah. And my dad, number 11, Andre Kopitar. There it is. He's got one of those red homemade jerseys on, too, with the 11 and the. Uh, that's pretty cool when you can play that late into your career that your kid can come in. What is he like five to eight there? That's pretty sweet. 16. Well, you just have a kid when you're 18. It's not that hard to do. Making the NHL and having a kid when you're 18. Those are things many of us can never even dream about. It's not that hard, Ryan. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just play like 1500 Have a kid when you're 18. You can do that, right? What's so hard about that? You can't be a first ballot hall of famer. Come on. We're going harder. Not hard. 
Calgary's own Logan O'Connor having a start to the season, fellas. A fight. Atta boy, Logan. A shorty, a shorty. He had short goals two games in a row. Great. Yeah. You know anything better well. than that? You know anything better than that? How about three games in a row? Car in pursuit on the near side. That puck is loose. Look at the speed. Glenn Lake Kid Beauty, let's go, Calgary Zone, the LOC. Good I kid. do like uh, I do like the speed. Zoop. Fly. Yeah, he's an Avalanche player. He seems perfect for his role on the team. It's like they have an identity. It's like they know what they're doing in the front office there. They've uh go hire those guys. They've been really, really good at everything. Remember when they peeled off De De Devon Taves for two seconds? Jeez. Yeah, what the hell <sighs> were we doing? We got Hamannick. For more than that, a first and two seconds for Hamannick. Mm, was, we got the wrong honor. Oh, and they got Noah Dobson in that swap who's still playing and not washed. Okay. Did Hamannick play in the bubble? No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, Monday night game. Look at this huge slate we got tonight. Whew. Buckle up, fellas. It is Buffalo against uh, Montreal. That's it. You don't go up against Monday night football. That's no, no, no. Gary. And That's smart. And they're unveiling something pretty special tomorrow. All 32 teams will be playing tomorrow. Going to be fun. Weird start times all day. Staggered games. So to get make that happen, it's got to be a light slate tonight. I'm okay with it, Dino. I'm okay with it. I probably won't watch any of the ones tomorrow, but, uh, you know, good. Good you're job, watch, here. You're going to watch the Flames tomorrow? Excellent. I'll probably watch the Flames. Yeah. You're doing Afterburner with me at the Grey Eagle, so you better be watching God, that one. It's a goddamn post-game show. Dana all right. Worst idea ever. Major League Baseball, we got some action tonight, Dino. Two games. I don't want to tell you the series scores and get you all hot, but it is a do-and-die game seven for the Astros and Rangers in Houston. The road team, 6-0 and oh in this series. The Rangers, they haven't lost a road game all postseason. Whew. Pretty good. Win in Baltimore. Who's pitching? Who's pitching? Who's sure pitching? Scherzer. The other matchup has uh, Frank and his dad getting tanked in the parking lot. Love it. Before they head in to watch uh, the Phillies wrap things up against the D-backs. Do you think they got all the all the empties and stuff picked up from the parking lot from the Eagles game last night? Well, Just bringing like a snowplow or something to clean up got, all the shit? They got deposits on those, so people grab them and take them in for money. The monies. Max Scherzer, Christian Javier. That's your matchup in the Battle of Texas. And the other one we'll see... Merrill Kelly against Aaron Merrill. Nola. He's quite good at pitching baseballs. Come on, Scherzer. I read something this morning when uh, the Nationals beat the Astros. It was Scherzer in the must-win situation for the Nats back then. Cool. So he's he has experience in this sort of a scenario. Uh, congrats to Tommy and the Cavs. They did it, boys. They're going to the final. Second Pacific. 2-1, your final couple pretty goals. They got out to an early lead. Good-looking crowd out there on Saturday, and now there's no more home games. Not until Messi comes in the winter, Dean. They're Macy. off to Hamilton. Let's go. Forge, Calvary, the greatest rivalry in the history of this five-year league, continually almost straight from uh, 
the first game of the season. Pretty How much come the game's there? How come they get home pitch? Because they beat Calvary at home two weeks ago. Remember ah, that Ah, shit. Yeah, I know. We could have had that shortcut to the final. Instead, they uh, had to play Pacific. Now you're on the road. But that's all right. Don't matter. They don't want it the easy way. Who's got don't it better matter. than us, Dean? Huh? Just how we, we got like them it. Right where we want them. Just Let's go. Just how we like it. It's just how we like it. That's right. Saturday. There's watch parties at Kildare's Ale House and the Ship and Anchor. Oh. Do I need another excuse to go to the ship, Dan? No. <laughs> you don't, ah. but there it is. <laughs> Let's go, fellas. Bring home some hardware. Kids hockey. Yeah, we'll move that practice. Uh, Stan Peters got in, fellas. Nothing like a 6-11 and 11 team getting in. CFL, playoff football. Good job, Dave. Got a boy. Go, Dave. Good job, Dave. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Nothing matters till Labor Day. No, or nothing Thanksgiving. at all. Or American Thanksgiving, even. Let's go, fellas. It's good that there's still a month or so left this year, season. Yeah, they, uh, they got a meaningless game this week on the road against Winnipeg, I believe. And I don't know if they've called you yet. Uh, from if you got any 306 numbers showing up on your phone, Rhett, they're going to clean house in Regina Land. Yeah. It is, uh, oof. Not pretty. People of Saskatchewan won't come out and support your team. You've done something drastically bad. When you've been chased from behind by a six-win club, people will get fired <laughs> in an 18-game season, no less. <laughs> hey, Zeus. We laugh because we care. We laugh because we care. And you know what? Who gives a shit what you look like in July? Damn to right. get in. The trophy's Chip handed in a out. chair, Dave. The Chip trophy's in a chair. handed out when the weather's good in Canada. Late November. Let's go. Dave's brother in Saskatchewan, though, not as ideal. Sorry for you, Dave. Your brother. Sorry, yeah, I can come to Calgary. He's a good guy, uh, though. Can come to Calgary, yeah. Fellas, saw this, thought of you. Hope that leaves you feeling love today. This is some yeah. sort of a hot dog thingy. And it's got beautiful music. You like hot dogs. Oh, I saw this. So it's like a Hot Wheels track. Oh, you need that with your gout? You got to change your diet, Dino, for this gout. I'm telling you, it's the only way you're going to feed it. like you who's loading the dogs though that's good work right I'm from the beginning grow- jack look at this that's just great stuff talk about you know humanity and mankind and you always say well, the aliens look down at us the they aliens are looking They're down i'm telling you they are looking AI? down we don't want to go near these geniuses look at this shit do we know this is real is this ai <laughs> everything in the pin report is now and is dude can't AI? get out of the launcher to take the black like you're he burning just raises the, the glass i love it he just raises the glass the the uh the beer bottle just awesome Yes, we're doing this. <laughs> Score! It's beautiful. Yep, we're stupid. It gets more beautiful, fellas, because there's more food, and it's food that helps you avoid taxes. There's a restaurant in Toronto that switched all their menu items to office supplies. Let's have a little perusal through the menu, Dean. <laughs> this is genius. You can expense them. What's um, <laughs> on the menu? There's a mini dry erase whiteboard. That's a burger, $11. Wired earphones with mic, $12.50. That's another burger. USB wired mouse. That just looks like French fries. <laughs> Thunderbolt to HDMI adapter. Those are those are soft drinks. And uh, what else have we got here? Delicious. Oh, ergonomic aluminum laptop stand. <laughs> why did you buy four? Tedious. Why did you buy four steel staplers on Tuesday? 
Oh, what I was, was really happening? hungry. I mean, uh, we had a jam. <laughs> <laughs> this is genius. This How is many genius. silicone keyboard covers do do you need? We've had a big problem. There's some sort of silicone eating rat in the studio. Yeah. Somebody's been rifling them out the back, stealing them. <laughs> is that not amazing? I'm, I'm I just, like it. That, that makes me happy. Uh, almost as happy as seeing bad things happen to people that do the wave. Let's go to Edmonton. Oh. We're in a 2-2. Two, two. Oh, no, we'll start in Arizona. Look at this. Diamondbacks fans doing the wave. This series is over. That's Jeff Passan. Realmuto, two-run shot. Less than a minute later after the wave started, an appropriate response. Philly six, Diamondbacks one. Beautiful. Wow. But that's just a one-off, Dean. It couldn't actually happen twice on the weekend where the wave cursed the team. Um... Fans at Edmonton doing the wave with five minutes left in a 2-2 game, and that moment was the last shift Connor McDavid will see for weeks. Keep waving it up, folks. Hope you're having fun. You hate the wave. It's great when it's not a close game, but if there's something important happening, you did purchase a ticket to a sporting event. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <sighs> NFL Sunday, Rhett, I shoveler got this video. This is you and Rob Ray down to the basement, down to the man cave. Let's have a look. Got a lot of grub here set up for the weekend. Oh. Oh. She's so mean. Listen to the shoveler cackle at you. Overfilled it just light. It looks like you clipped the post on the staircase. It looked staircase like you clipped there. the top of the banister. Yeah. Yeah. The so banister stupid. got you. Damn it. <sighs> it was huge. And then and the they lost up. anyway. So I was, wasn't, mm -hmm. yeah. it was going to be a shitty day no matter what. Get to that. They're, they were cursed when I picked them. You were right, Rhett. You were right. Um, we got some snow coming in Calgary, right? I want to keep you abreast of the situation. Yes. I'm looking outside. There's a tree. It's gathering snow on one side. Not the top, a side of it. So that tells me it's windy and snowy. There's your snowfall warning. Uh, snow, heavy at times, expected today and tonight with a total amounting to 10 to 15 centimeters. Well, that's a nice. That's, What's that's just the right amount? A plus there on the... I think that's the font size that they're talking oh. about there. But yeah. Uh, anyway, this is for all the shovelers out there because Red, I know the shoveler, she'll be jealous to see people in Calgary letting it rip. She's and I know last year... With a lot of people about shoveling today. That's so. right. And one of her great um, disciples we met last year in the winter. This is the Parkdale shoveler. Knowing that this snow is coming, happy birthday, Parkdale shoveler, fueling up with some Costco poutine. This is how you get ready to for 15 to centimeters of snow. So yeah, to all the do. shovelers out there, get ready. Get the gloves and shovel by the door. Get your boots out. It's coming. Got to fill the tank. That's right. Good. Can't lie. It does look good, hey? Now, uh, did you buy the drink or did you get a dog? Because, of course, as we all know, the drink comes free with the dog. This, these are some of our hardcore listeners, and this was sent in. So uh, I don't know if this is birthday hijinks or carb loading before the shovel, but uh, thank you for loving the barn burner. And, and this is the Parkdale shoveler? This is the Parkdale shoveler. So if you're happy Parkdale. Bir is it birthday? Yeah. yeah birthday. Happy birthday. That's right. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. That's right. And uh, good technique on the poutine there. You don't want that ending up on your vest. Yeah. Lean you over, share, over your plate. You're sharing that, or is that just for you? Uh, looks intent. Doesn't look very sherry posture there. No. Finally, we told you about a little meeting I had with the grade three teacher last yeah. week. Set uh, that prick straight. 
<laughs> well, that lovely teacher, I she didn't tell me there was cameras in the room, and uh, the CBE, it's got to be some, what would you call it, like some sort of uh, privacy laws here I'm a little concerned about, because th- apparently this is what oh, one of my yes. kids did, so let's have a listen. Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, parents! Good afternoon, boys and girls! Shut the fuck hey, up! Dave. Hey! Oh, oh Dave! No, thank you! No, thank you! You need to leave? Okay. Oh, he's yeah. Dave. 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 <laughs> Dave's no dummy. Dave knows how to get out of class. Yeah. Dave's and going you know, places. He doesn't. He doesn't even time for this parent nonsense. I'm out of here. I'm and that's cool. not the first time Dave has let one know. No, Dave. Dave. Did you no. see Rhett loading up that S earlier? He had an S bomb. He loaded up. He hung on the S. Dave is throwing every ounce of that 48 pound body into this yeah. F bomb out of the gate. Let's see. Cause it wasn't even time. a what? Whoa. No, hey, no, no, what? No, he's ready. Dave, Dave. Time. They instantly know who it is. <laughs> Dave. Dave has been here before. No, Dave. Come on, Dave. Good afternoon, parents. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Shut the fuck hey, up. Hey, Dave. No, thank you. No, thank you. You need to leave? No, bitch. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no, da- oh. no, 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 screen nice. time this weekend. Sorry, son. No, oh, thank yeah. you, Dave. <laughs> no, thank you. Don't say the B word, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it feels oh. like a key and peel sketch almost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now, how does that phone call go to the parent? Well, like I said, we got called in. We had the chat. So yeah, yeah, okay. We yeah. talk about it, and Dave uh, is understood. I have a feeling just... Dave maybe comes by it honestly. Certain times and uh, yes, places, uh, language, and uh, the, the Mr. Teacher. monitored moving forward. Mr. Terwilliger, uh, Dave, <laughs> yes, uh, was removed from class today for an F-bomb. Well, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> Apparently, someone in the chat saying that that's, that's actually Evander Kane that was, and that was you talking to Woodcroft after the game. Oh, is that Daryl? Yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe. Ah, uh, can we get Dave in to yell at Hubert O'Dodger? That's your pain Brought to you by Village Honda. Huge selection of used slash pre-owned vehicles, all makes, all models, all budgets. Over 70 units on site, access to more than 400 more in the dealer group. Make Village Honda your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are worth the trip. Village Honda, your dealership for life, presents the Pinder Report. No, Dave. How old would Dave? (laughs) Shut the the front door! God, you know what? If you had, if you were that age and Dave was in your class, you would love Dave. How school go today? You wouldn't believe what you should have seen what Dave did today. It was unbelievable. Today, Dad. And the dads would be like, "What? What did Dave do? Said, what did Dave do today? What did Dave do?" And then you'd <laughs> learn to egg him on. You'd get tell the teacher what Dave go on. Dave, I don't think she heard you. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Shut the fuck hey, up, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave. Oh, thank you. Whoa. Whoa. No, bitch. Okay. Oh, Dave. Dave. Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh Dave. 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 So has Dave done his suspense? Is Dave back after his uh, no screen five, time on the weekend for Dave and short days. leash? No, no candy in his lunch. No recess this I week. I feel like Dave got some Dave Chappelle vibes going on. Yeah, or we know what. 
I'm not worried about Dave. Dave's going places. You hear that passion in his yeah, voice? Jail, but he's going places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Dave oh. in class today? No, he's in juvie. It's over for Dave. <laughs> Dave finally went too far. <laughs> too and far. Yeah, Dave slashed the teacher's tires. We're not going to see Dave around these parts for a while. Yeah. Hey, Dave, uh, that would be funny. School sure sucks now that Dave's gone. <laughs> Yeah, see, you need Dave. No one swears anymore since Dave left. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, <sighs> let's, uh, a little levity for you there, fellas. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that. Flames. That is a great clip. It's so good. Like, that's right up there with Terry and the fireworks. Like, there's... Because there's, the, there's the a few layers to it, right? Yes. Like, she is screaming, right? Like, she's, <laughs> what are you yelling for? What is this all about? And Dave's right in the front row. Obviously, he's she's ready. blowing his doors off. You got to keep your eye on Dave. Jeez. Dave's ready. And then the, he doesn't even get the full like curse slander out before one of the, the oh, male. Yeah, Dave, Dave, no, Dave. Da oh, Jesus, Dave. They are well versed in Dave. Yes. There's a Dave situation in room eight. We know that. God damn, Dave. God damn Dave, it. Dave. Talk oh, about this, Dave. Fuck's sakes, Dave. <laughs> Uh, Dave didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose Dave. No, they they did for sure. Where's Dave hearing those words? I feel like that look. The parents have got to be the most cringe more of anything there. That's, that's, that's what I'm tough, saying. I wonder what do you expect to get when you phone <laughs> call the parents to <laughs> tell them that Dave was swearing in class? Fence and it's just been the same language at that house for <laughs> the children were born. Daryl wants to know what number Dave wears. <laughs> Well, you know what Dave's going to need? <laughs> Dave's going to need some legal help. <laughs> Who better than McLeod Law? Yes. It's not Dave's fault. He just needs Dave, good representation. Dave's going to need to get... Dave and Peter Klein are going to be on a first-name basis. They're going to need to know. Uh, he's the disability insurance claim guy. Peter Klein, he's the personal injury guy. McLeod Law, whatever your legal situation is, if you need legal assistance, you need legal help, then there's only one place to go, and it's McLeod Law. They cover the full gamut. Whatever it is, they will take care of you. They're Calgary, Calgary born and bred. Calgary roots run deep, big part of their longstanding client relationships. They get our city. They get the people in it. And the way things work, like the communities they serve, McLeod Law team is varied and diverse and share a commitment to making a positive impact on Calgary. Now, we sometimes do this day in flames history, that sort of thing, because of their roots. This one isn't necessarily Calgary, but it's one that all Calgarians will know and likely fondly remember. Um, Frank, maybe not so much. Cerevelli, maybe mm. not so much. But let's go back to this date, the 23rd of October in 1993. 93. On the way, a swing and a belt. Well, field, way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Repeated as World Series champions. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Mitch. Back to back. Wow. A mob scene over in front of the Philadelphia dugout. Suck it, Kurt. 
The Blue Jays have mobbed Joe Carter. He's somewhere under the big pile up. He hits a three-run home run. And for the 19th time, and the first time since 1978, Major League Baseball has a repeat World Series champion. And it's your Toronto Blue Jays. They defeat the Phillies 8-6 on Joe Carter's three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth. You will not find anything more dramatic than what we just witnessed here in this ballpark on a 2-2 pitch. Joe Carter screamed a line drive home run into the left field bullpen. And the Blue Jays, as Joe Carter is lifted aloft by his teammates, have made the journey all the way back as repeat World Series champions. There you go. This year, Tom Cheek. The great Tom Cheek. Touch them all, Joe. Didn't hear his color guy. Tom, what's going on there? You going solo? Well, you, when you're a color guy, you gotta know. You may know you may not know this, Pinder. There is a time to back away. And just let let it breathe and let it go. Ricky Henderson, Paul Molitor. Oh yeah. Look at young Ed Sprague there. Alomar. Juan Guzman. <laughs> Greasy mop. That's coming from me. I won. What was the uh, that this was the last time I was truly happy? Yeah, that's the hugger. I think that's ninety three. I thought when he hugged you, he was happy. He looked yeah. really happy when he gave you the hug at Greta. There, bottom nine, game six. Jays go back to back on this date in nineteen ninety three. You know Peter Claude, Peter Clyde of McLeod Law. He's the personal injury guy, but he's also the go to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim. Your long term disability insurance company is refusing to pay your insurance benefits. So. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I've been paying for those, Dean. I deserve those, Pender. I've earned those. Contact Peter. He'll get you the disability benefits that you paid for, yes, and that you deserve, yes. Your peace of mind. It's great having McLeod Law on your team and on your side. McLeod-Law.com is the website. Hmm. Uh, this cannot have gone well for any of us as we look at our Betway point spread picks. Hey, I'm still hot, baby. I've been making people a lot of money for a few weeks here. Have you been? Uh, you kidding me? You bet against my picks? You're fucking on oh, island saw, right fair, now. Fair enough, yeah. I feel pretty good about my picks. Well, you picked five. Was it six or five? Yeah. Six. Because you had the bills. <laughs> well, once I picked the bills, you got off the bills. We'll see That's what the Jack only time uh, in the last four years he's never picked the bills, apparently. You guys both them. had the Lions and the Bills, and I said, no way, Jose. So look at this. Jack will back him up. He gets away from the Bills. You had the Giants with Tyrod. It's wow, our Betway right. bets uh, from going back to last week. Our Betway point spread picks for Betway. Get the Betway app. Get it on your phone. Play along. Is it, oh, the game's already started. Don't matter. In game. Get there. Get the Betway app and bet the responsible way with our buddies at Betway. So you did pivot away from the Bills. Uh, the Giants, plus two and a half. They Dude. went out right. Arizona, Seattle, plus seven and a half. It was uh, only so much Josh Dobbs can do, I guess. And then Kansas City, you laid the number, five and a half. They win going away. So you go close. Two Chargers three. are brutal. Heard it here first. Yeah, Chargers. I was reading Told a thing you. again this morning in the middle of the night that uh, 
They bring in Kellen Moore. It's going to help the offense. They're going to make some uh, tweaks uh, that they are, in fact, worse uh, pretty much all around. Not, not, and honestly, ter- not terribly worse in some. The, the offensive numbers are kind of the I same. I don't hang but- much on the offense here, Dino. They cannot stop anything on defense. Two for three retro. What was the – so sorry, Jacko. What's his overall record? Ten, ten, and, eight. Eight. ten and eight. Ten and eight, yeah. And you've Woo. screwed me on a few, so <clears> – <throat> Hey, that's accurate. This week, Dean and I are taking five, and we get to pick the three we want. So uh, we're going to catch you, bud. We're going to catch you. It was a bad week, buddy. Oh, dear. I cursed you. Goose. I went goose on the week. I like Buffalo coming off of an embarrassing loss. They lose in embarrassing fashion again. Uh, Detroit. And you know what? After I did this one, I got thinking about it. Why is it? Everyone's loving Detroit. No one trusts Baltimore. All of this. Mm-hmm. It's, this is too this is too straightforward. It's the public pick got crushed. And it was what, 38 nothing? Oh, it was <laughs> a shellac job. 28 zip yeah. like in the second quarter. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Lamar had a day. You tweeted Lamar, it out early. It was oh, it was, Lamar was it was clear. They scored in their first just just nonstop. Bing, 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 bing. It was a pinball machine. Bing, and then bing, Cleveland. Bing. And Indy, they went back and forth and back and forth. Not quite minus three for Cleveland. Deshaun so tried I, uh, to help you, but. Whew. I mean, we uh, can talk about that later in the week or whatever. And but... Pick and gone. Man. Woof. He's a bad human and a bad quarterback. Well, and Pinder's terrible at football. Okay. Uh, please. Guys, if you have been listening to us, you go against my picks, you make money. That is 10 in a row. I am on a heater for the ages, baby. Don't ask me how. Just keep betting against me. Like me, you had the Lions and the Bills XX, and you had the Dolphins to to keep within two and a half, and they did not. <coughs> uh, you fall to four and 14. So, yes, if you have been going the exact opposite of Pinder, where You're are you welcome. going on your vacation this winter? <laughs> Where aren't you going on your multiple vacations now that you don't have a job anymore? Wow. If you tried to pick 10 wrong in a row against the spread, you wouldn't do it in 100 tries. Honestly, it's just like they're coin flips. How do you go 10 heads in a row? Jackie boy, let's take a look, pal. No Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh? He did go Pittsburgh and they covered. Look at that. We were all in the Lions, except for Red, I guess. Stupid Lions. You had Vegas. Oof. Minus two and a half. Some guy you never heard of was awesome against them. They're terrible. Yeah. Bagent, or whatever the hell his name is. Tyson Mm -hmm. Bagent, or whatever. He's popping up the crowd. And yeah, the uh, the Steelers. Road dogs. uh, Get away. Yeah. Yeah, that's again some of these trends with Tomlin and the Steelers and all that. Yeah. Just pay attention to them and you'll be okay. Off by home dogs, all that. They were a road dog getting three and they went outright. So Jack improves to eight and ten on the season. I'll be back on Friday to win you more money. You're welcome. I just want to find this uh this stat here. Because there was no real reason. <laughs> Um, entering Sunday, only one of, uh, Baltimore's 18 possessions over the last six quarters ended with a touchdown one and 18. The lions, meanwhile, had held their past four foes 
to 14 points per game. So yes, the Ravens and their awful offense against the Lions and their defense was going to end up 38-0 or whatever they ended up lines to get some Gross. points at the end. You know what it is? We just got we got to change our way of thinking. Well, Rhett, you're doing very well. Don't don't think about it. I th the Lions, yeah, plus three. Hey, no, they want you to think that way. Don't think that way. So how do you know which games they want you to think that way? Whichever one feels that you feel good about. Mm -hmm. Look, well, at I know that. Your advice. I've been mastered that for three right? weeks. Shit, I could have told press you that record and download so that you can keep listening. Right, to like Pinder, you're you are right there. Yeah. You're right there. You're just huh. picking the wrong side. Well, I could, I so again, you just go the opposite of me, or I'll give you the wink and I'll pick the opposite of what I actually would have done. Either way, we don't way, know what to do with you now. See, now we don't know what to do with you. Are you going to continue this methodology that you've been using, or are you going to try and switch it up, or what are you going to do? I mean, if I basically go to the exact same process I've been using and then switch the team at the end, I'll just win the next 10 in a row and we're back to 500. But then we don't know what to do with your bets. See, well, and you can't wink because some people are listening. No, you'll they see can't on see Friday. You wink. It'll be very clear what my plan is here. Hmm. I remember you a couple of years ago. You're like, boy, I really like Atlanta here. This is a great spot. The offense is looking good. Defense, boy, they've been stout. We're going with Carolina. That's you know right. I mean? yeah. yeah, That's what we're doing. That's mm -hmm. what we're going to do this Friday. I really like them, thus picking the other team. I look forward to Friday. I do I can't too. Wait. Can't wait for it. Uh, we got a we got a decent game tonight. Hey, Monday nighter. Uh yeah, San Fran and McCaffrey's gonna play is the latest. Is he? So whoever spent a billion dollars on uh, all the San Fran backups. Jordan Mason. Sure. Eli Mitchell. Mason McDonald. Uh, you got that and two oh. baseball games. Nice little slate. Yeah, yeah. One and one NHL game, which brings us, of course, to DoorDash. What's on the menu with mm. DoorDash? Our buddies over at DoorDash, they're taking care of you. Can you put in a promo code? Do you know how the promo code works? Nation25, Nation25. Go to the DoorDash app, and for a limited time, our buddies get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, NATION25. What a deal. Get on board. Let's go with some DoorDash. Pinder, there's some options. What's on the menu? Where, Honestly, where are we going? This is like when you go to a great restaurant, but they have a signature dish and it's like, sure, the other stuff's sensational, but you don't go away from the signature. The signature is a do or die game seven. We've got that in the Battle of Texas, Houston hosting Texas. This is as good as it gets. We have not had an elimination game for both sides, a do-or-die game in the MLB postseason yet. We have one tonight. It's a Game 7. The winner goes to the World Series. Texas at Houston, 6.03 p.m. Mountain. Slight favorites are the Astros. Got to pop some corn for this, Rhett, and maybe some bacon-wrapped corn on the cob while you're watching this from DoorDash. Bacon-wrapped corn on the cob. Never you get that at some of the... Uh, barbecue joints in town i can think of a few off the top of my head mm. don't forget that's code nation 2525 for the 25 percent off your first order deal with doordash deal. offer valid in canada subject to change terms apply it's doordash dash that for the win nation 25 nation 25 i had something uh you know me i like to get uh get on the on the kijijis and stuff right the jeej yeah for for noodles, he goes and it's infomercials. What did he buy? 
steak knives or what the hell did he buy? He said on the on the show not, last week. Not the pen with the hook in the in the yeah the ear, earwax. The that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, the earwax camera, whatever it was. But I was on the Kajij, and I, I found this one last week. I should check. Actually, this one I think was on the Facebook Messenger or whatever the Facebook Marketplace. Marketplace I believe it's called. Um, and, and Jack, I threw it in there last week. I And if you want this, because there's kind of a tie-in for you, I would, I would do the negotiating if you were interested in buying uh, this. It's a poster that's kind of a one-of-a-kind. Congratulations, Calgary Flames, oh, 2004 geez. Stanley Cup champions. And there you could buy your commemorative Coca-Cola can. For the 2004 Stanley Cup champions, Dean. the Calgary Flames. Dean. This guy has the poster. Not, I, don't, I don't know that he's got the can, but he's got the poster. I can, yeah, I can text the guy or email him. Or I'm sure it's gone. See what he wants. It's probably right. gone. Well, I got che I uh, check for you, because you were on that old four. <clears throat> you were on that old four team. Nice keepsake. I thought maybe. No. Hmm. How much? <laughs> I'll see what I can get him down to. I'll. Uh, this is I'll, going great. I'll do some, I'll do some heavy duty negotiations. <sighs> Never did see any of those, like the hats or the or the shirts, because yeah, they they I'm had to have existed. Up on you, if you no, always print them. Oh, jeez, I. Be... Tomorrow's game day. Flames back at home. First game back after a road trip, and they'll take on the New York Rangers. So yes, yeah, seven forty, seven forty-five, somewhere in there will be the start time. A little clunky. But uh, as, as Spinder said, they're trying a red zone esque type of a deal. They yeah, want to have Tuesday a in October. Makes celebratory. A lot of sense. ESPN, baby. Yeah, so they're going to do that. With and the flames and puck, let it rip. <laughs> All right, I got to go. See you, buddy. Where do you have to go? I got to get my kids. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Okay. See you later then. See you tomorrow, buddies. Miss anything? Bad way to end. I shouldn't have done the thing, I guess. Yeah, I don't think you liked it very much. Because they won. And... Actually, did they, they win? Didn't... Well, I mean, they looked like it kind of went in, but... 2004. I got to go, Dean. This is... Uh, it's not working for me here. Good luck the rest of the show. See you tomorrow, buddies. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.